Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Charles. Today we have the final installment of The White Cat, a story that has led us from challenge to challenge in a quest for a kingdom by a young prince. And he has met a most amazing princess, and we've heard most of her story now. And today, we'll hear the rest of her tale and discover if the princess finally won his father's kingdom. This is the conclusion of The White Cat. One day, however, as I sat at my window, I saw a handsome young prince who seemed to have been hunting in the forest which surrounded my prison and who was standing up and looking at me. When he saw that I observed him, he saluted me with great deference. You can imagine that I was delighted to have someone new to talk to, and in spite of the height of my window, our conversation was prolonged till night fell. Then my prince reluctantly bade me farewell. But after that, he came again many times, and at last I consented to marry him. But the question was, how was I to escape from my tower? The fairies always supplied me with flax for my spinning, and... By great diligence I made enough cord for a ladder that would reach to the foot of the tower, but alas, just as my prince was helping me to descend it, the crossest and ugliest of the old fairies flew in. Before he had time to defend himself, my unhappy lover was swallowed up by the dragon. As for me, the fairies, furious at having their plans defeated, for they intended me to marry the king of the dwarves, and I utterly refused, changed me into a white cat. When they brought me here, I found all the lords and ladies of my father's court awaiting me under the same enchantment, while the people of lesser rank had been made invisible, all but their hands. As they laid me under the enchantment, the fairies told me all my history, for until then I had quite believed that I was their child, and warned me that my only chance of regaining my natural form was to win the love of a prince who resembled in every way my unfortunate lover. And you have won it, lovely princess, interrupted the prince. You are indeed wonderfully like him, resumed the princess, in voice and features and everything. And if you really love me, all my troubles will be at an end. And mine too, cried the prince, throwing himself at her feet. If you will consent to marry me, I love you already better than anyone in the world, she said. But now it is time to go back to your father, and we shall hear what he says about it. So the prince gave her his hand and led her out, and they mounted the chariot together. It was even more splendid than before, and so was the whole company. Even the horse's shoes were of rubies with diamond nails, and I suppose that is the first time such a thing was ever seen. As the princess was as kind and clever as she was beautiful, you may imagine what a delightful journey the prince found it, for everything the princess said seemed to him quite charming. When they came near the castle where the brothers were to meet, the princess got into a chair carried by four of the guards. It was hewn out of one splendid crystal, and had silken curtains which she drew round her that she might not be seen. The prince saw his brothers walking upon the terrace, each with a lovely princess, and they came to meet him, asking if he had also found a wife. He said that he had found something much rarer, a little white cat and which they laughed very much, and asked him if he was afraid of being eaten up by mice in the palace, and then they set out together for the town. Each prince and princess rode in a splendid carriage. The horses were decked with plumes of feathers and glittered with gold, 
After them came the youngest prince, and last of all, the crystal chair at which everyone looked with admiration and curiosity. When the courtiers saw them coming, they hastened to tell the king. Are the ladies beautiful? he asked anxiously. And when they answered that nobody had ever before seen such lovely princesses, he seemed quite annoyed. However, he received them graciously, but found it impossible to choose between them. Then, turning to his youngest son, he said, Have you come back alone after all? Your Majesty, replied the prince, You will find in that crystal chair a little white cat, which has such soft paws and mews so prettily, that I am sure you will be charmed with it. The king smiled and went to draw back the curtains himself, but at a touch from the princess, the crystal shivered into a thousand splinters, and there she stood in all her beauty. Her fair hair floated over her shoulders and was crowned with flowers, and her softly falling robe was of the purest white. She saluted the king gracefully, while a murmur of admiration rose from all around. Sire, she said, I am not come to deprive you of the throne you fill so worthily. I have already six kingdoms. Permit me to bestow upon you one, and upon each of your sons. I ask nothing but your friendship, and your consent to my marriage with your youngest son, that we shall still have three kingdoms left for ourselves. The king and all the courtiers could not conceal their joy and astonishment, and the marriage of the three princes was celebrated at once. The festivities lasted several months, and then each king and queen departed to their own kingdom and lived happily ever after. And while that is the second happily ever after in a row here on the Folktale Project, I have to say it is my favorite. Everybody gets a kingdom in a very Oprah-esque way, but it's still, it's still a weird tale. Isn't it cutting off the cat's head to free the princess? That wasn't really mentioned in her How to Release Me from Being a Cat. It was all about love and less about beheadings. This is Dan Scholes for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com. You'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>